Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Stand by for news and stuff. More friends joining us every day on Facebook. Hey, are you on board yet? Every day, more and more people coming on board at Greg Patton's Facebook. Join me, Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. Hello, world. Comes your way each day at this time, Monday through Friday. Many of you commenting, I listen every day at 6 o'clock. Never miss the evening show at 6 o'clock. Well, that's good. Yeah. Some stations were on twice daily, so uh, fantastic. Continue to join us, my friend, and thank you very much for supporting the broadcast, telling others about the program we need, conservative Christian news in America today. And I realize things are so negative, so let me send out a, a patent point. It's positive. You probably now understand that optimism and realism, they go together hand in hand. They are problem-solving twins. You got any? Pessimism, cynicism, two of the worst companions of anyone in the world today. Your best friends in life should be individuals who see no problems, only opportunities. As you help other people in need today, do this on a daily basis. Also develop an inner circle of close associations in which the mutual attraction is not sharing problems and needs. But the mutual attraction should be values, goals, and serving Jesus. Oh, that's good. What in the world is going on? Two police officers killed, another seriously wounded, and an officer involved shooting in Bristol, Connecticut. That was late last night. All three officers were members of the Bristol Police Department, and the Bristol Police Chief identified the fallen officers as Sergeant Dustin Damani, 35, and a deputy, Alex Hemsey, 34. That said, Damani survived by his wife, Laura, and two children. They're also expecting a third child. This, my friend, is a devastating reminder of the dangers that police officers face every day to protect our families and neighbors from all kinds of serious situations. These officers are heroes and should always be remembered for honorable service that they've provided. Well, it doesn't matter what it was. I used to pay a dollar ninety-nine not all that long ago. It can't possibly be six dollars and ninety-nine cents. A closely watched measure of U.S. consumer prices got it. Oh, get ready! Rose by more than the forecast to a forty-year high last month, pressuring the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates even more aggressively to stamp out persistent inflation before it becomes entrenched in America. The core consumer price index, which includes food and energy, increased almost 7% from a year ago. That's the highest level since 1982. The report is stressing how high inflation has broadened across the economy, eroding Americans' paychecks and forcing many now to go to their savings and their credit cards just to keep up. While consumer price growth is expected to moderate in the coming months, it'll be a slow trek to the Fed's goal. Policymakers have responded with the most aggressive tightening campaign since the 1980s, but so far the Labor Department and consumer demand have remained silent. On a related note, the bills do, you know, coming due now, the aftershocks of this moment going to cost the government, which is to say you, Mr. and Mrs. Taxpayer, enormous amounts in the form of higher interest payments. How much more? Total interest payments on the government's debt could come in at nearly $580 billion this year. 
That's up from $399 billion in the recently completed 2022, the fiscal year. The increase caused partly by the U.S. government's rapidly increasing national debt, as well as by the Federal Reserve sharply increasing interest rates to hold down that inflation. Some things, some things just make no sense. Two pastors are promising they're going to dispute a ruling from the 8th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals that affirmed a city's decision, get this, to ban the free distribution of bologna sandwiches to the homeless. What? The pastors, cited by police officers while they were handing out sandwiches and bottles of water to the homeless. This goes back four years. The city banned that activity. And while the city opted not to prosecute, they sued over an alleged violation of their rights. The appeals court said the city could do what it did. The ruling said that the appellates were handing out food, sometimes also shared religious literature with the recipients of the food. Oh, how awful is that? Jesus would have trouble with this one. The city's object is to ban and prevent the distribution of any sandwiches that contain meat, poultry, eggs, or fish. Okay, they're nuts. I wonder if he can pay it, the bill that's coming due. Jurors ordered conspiracy theorist Alex Jones yesterday to pay nearly a billion dollars to Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting victims' relatives and an FBI agent who said he turned their loss and trauma into years of torment by promoting the lie that the rampage was just a hoax, never really happened. That's just hard to believe anybody could think that. The $965 million verdict is the second biggest judgment against the InfoWars host for spreading the myth that the deadliest school shooting in U.S. history never really happened, and that the grieving families seen in the news coverage were actors hired as part of a plot to take away people's guns. Yeah, there's crazy people on all sides of the aisles. More news right after this. Oh, here's how it goes for so many people today. They visualize a God who sits comfortably on a distant throne way up there. And such a view is so false. Our God is an awesome God who has seized the initiative in revealing himself to mankind. Apart from God's revelation, man would be mired in ceaseless ignorance and frustration, wouldn't he? John Stott paints this awe-inspiring portrait of God in his book, and it's a good one, Basic Christianity. You ought to get it. In the beginning, God. The first four words of the Bible are more than an introduction to a creation story. In the book of Genesis, they supply the key which opens our understanding to the Bible as a whole. They tell us that the religion of the Bible is a religion of an initiative of Almighty God. Before man existed, God acted. Before man stirred himself to seek God, God was seeking man. In the Bible, we do not see man groping around after God. We see God reaching after man. The Bible reveals a God who, long before it even occurs to man to turn to him, while man is still lost in darkness and sunken sin, takes the initiative and rises from his throne, lays aside his glory, and stoops to seek until he finds him. Wow. Before the foundation of the universe, God loved you and prepared a way for you to know him. Just meditate on that for a while today and then spell out your gratitude in worship. Gee, it's just hard not to get to preaching now. 
He did it again. He does it every day. A goof talking about our mail-in president. He erroneously said yesterday that his son, Bo, lost his life in Iraq. That was during a speech in Colorado. I say this as a father of a man and one who won the Bronze Star, the conspicuous service medal, and lost his life in Iraq. Bo died of brain cancer here in America in 2015. Well, I was thinking about this today. Without God, nothing makes sense. The natural man, the unsaved man, receives not the things of the Spirit of God in his life. Elon Musk, richest man in the world, has 10 kids. One of them passed away, sudden infant death syndrome, said there's no other babies out there looming, really. Had five children with his first wife, Justine. Two children with ex-girlfriend singer Grimes, and it was revealed this year. Now he's had twins with an executive in his company. I'm pretty sure there's no other babies out there. He said as a 51-year-old autumn chicken, he would consider having more kids if he feels he could be a good father. The Tesla and SpaceX CEO has said one of the biggest concerns is underpopulation, and he's doing his part. He admitted that some friends have said he should have as many as 500 children, but that would be weird. See what I mean? Without God, it's most of the kids were conceived via vitro fertilization. And then he said something about the estrangement with his transgender daughter Vivian blaming communism in the education system for her reportedly not wanting anything to do with him. She changed her name from Musk recently to her mother's maiden name when she turned 18. Well, this is kind of the sign of the time. Five members of a Texas family, mom, dad, kids, sentenced Wednesday for for their awful part played in that Capitol attack on January the 6th as part of the family trip to Washington, paid for in part with a government stimulus check. U.S. District Judge Burl Hall sentenced the parents, Don and Thomas Munn, each to 14 days in jail, 90 days of home detention, 36 months probation. Hall sentenced the children, Joshua 25, Kaylee 20, Christy 30, each to three years of probation for demonstrating in the Capitol. You just don't want to go against the government in any way, shape, or form. Well, well, let's take a trip down to Moron, Florida. Two men there charged with felony attempted murder after a road rage incident turned into violence. Happened last Saturday night. William Hale, 35, Frank Gillard, 43, both driving northbound, on Highway 1, just outside of Jacksonville, families in tow, when they began to engage in what one witness described a, a cat-and-mouse game of one-upsmanship. Police said that Hale, who drove a black Dodge truck, and Allison, who drove a Nissan Moreno, began speeding and driving recklessly, occasionally brake-checking one another and otherwise operating their vehicles in a way that will endanger them and the family. At some point in this stupid game by these stupid men, Hale and the truck began to signal the Nissan to pull over. In response, Jessica, in response, Jessica Allison, wife of Frank, reportedly rolled down the passenger window of the Nissan to give the truck driver, well, you know, at which point someone in the truck threw a water bottle at the Nissan, ended up that uh, each of the men shot one another's daughters. Insane. Just a crazy, insane incident. 
Business news, Pepsi kicked off what's expected to be a bleak earnings season with some good news, 20% profit growth last quarter and a raised forecast for the year. Surprised yesterday, I was going to get some Pepsi for my wife and the cherry blend was 50% cheaper than the regular. What's that all about? Starbucks and Delta linked their loyalty program so you can earn miles by buying coffee or get free coffee by flying. Uh-huh. And Tom Brady and Kim Chisters are the latest sports stars to snap up ownership of a, a professional pickleball team. You ever played that? Looks like it'd be fun. And I talked about Elon Musk earlier in the program. He has launched, believe it or not, a new perfume called Burnt Hair. You're joking, right? Not, not a joke. Sold a million dollars worth in just a few hours. Burnt Hair. To the good cops out there, one responds to a fire in 1998, takes a five-year-old girl unresponsive, not breathing from a fireman. A cop does CPR in the back of the patrol cars. His partner races to the hospital. He gets her breathing again just as they arrive at the emergency room. In 2016, that same officer attends her college graduation. She graduated magna cum laude with highest honors. Sometimes, angels don't wear wings. They wear uniforms. Here's a great story from living in today's world. Another one of those oh boy, oh boy stories. A former international student who moved from China to this country 20 years ago is now testifying how she grew up as an atheist and mocked Jesus Christ until she heard a message about God's love. Today, Hongi Yang serves as an assistant professor of systematic theology in the Women's Studies Program. That would be Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary in Fort Worth, Texas. But in 2000, she was an international student who had grown up in southwest China believing that God was a total myth. When she moved to Texas last year, she had never seen a copy of the Bible ever and had known only one Christian in her entire life. She wrote that in a new column in the Baptist Press. I was an atheist at the time. I believed there was no God who could save us and that we must strive for success in our own abilities, and our own diligence and luck. In Texas, she was surrounded by Christians who invited her to church. She refused their invitation without hesitation. I had an attitude of contempt toward Christians. I also mocked Christianity. I thought it was so humiliating to worship a God who was crucified on a cross. This is exactly what 1 Corinthians says, that a Natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. But fantastic news. God had mercy on this woman. Her life was changed forever. She reports, the gospel has changed my life and continues changing my life, my mind, my whole person. Glory to God. That's great. Thoughts from here there? No matter what people think of you, always keep singing your own song. Fact, gun murder rates are down over the last 25 years. Fact, gun purchases are up 56%. Don't believe the lie. If Christianity is valid, why is there so much trouble in the world? With so much soap in the world, why are there so many dirty people? Christianity, just like soap got to be personally applied if it's going to make a difference in your life. Where's my Bible? Life 101.
right after this important message. Do you like Christian radio? Do you love Christian radio? Do you support Christian? It is so important. Hello, world. We wouldn't be on, maybe on the internet a little bit here or there, if it was not for Christian radio. Thank you for caring. Hello, world, on this station. Everybody involved. It's such a blessing to us at Greg Fenton Ministries. You need to support them. You need to pray for them, help wherever you can. You can give finances. You can give things from property to cars to trucks to boats to, I think one place had a wrecker. Another radio station was this big boom truck or all kinds of things. Why not help out today? You get benefited by Christian radio every time you listen. Yes, you do. You know what to be true. Pray about it. See what God would have you do. Christian radio in America today, the backbone of so many good things happening. You know, as well as I do, living in today's world can be extremely tough. Isn't it good that we have a God who cares? Life 101 today tells you the greatest thing you and I have as a Christian is a God who cares so deeply about us. He cares when you hurt. Sure, he does. He cares when you feel frustrated. You're frustrated today? And even when you feel lonely, he's there. There's not an area of your life that goes unnoticed by Almighty God. Peter wrote that we can cast our worries, our concerns, our problems on Almighty God because, yes, He cares for you. 1 Peter 5, 7, God demonstrates His care for us by revealing Himself to us. One means by which He does that, God reveals Himself through natural creation or the material world around us. The creation was a free act of God. It was not the reshaping of something existing, as the evolutionists would like to say. It was an immediate act with immediate results. The psalmist writes in Psalm 19, uh, 1 through 3, The heavens are telling of the glory of God, and their expanse is declaring the work of His hands. Day to day pours forth speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words. Their voice is not heard. You know, yet, as great as natural creation is, it still does not contain the full revelation of Almighty God. I mean, His holiness, His eternality, His sovereignty, they're not fully embodied in nature, are they? That embodiment was revealed through His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Human words can never adequately explain the wonder of God becoming flesh, becoming human in Jesus Christ. The greatest revelation of God that we have is through the life of Christ. God chose to come to earth and walk among us so that we could really know what He is like. Paul writes in Colossians 1.15, Christ is the image of the invisible God. The Apostle John writes, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John 1.1. 1, 1. That is, Jesus Christ, who is the living Word, was with the Father before creation. He himself was a part of creation. God came to earth in the person of Jesus and laid down his life at Calvary in order that we could have eternal life. Fantastic message. Praise the Lord. Without God's gift of Jesus Christ, we would have remained in our sin and experienced ultimate separation from him. The moment you come to Jesus, Confess your sin, acknowledge Him as your Savior, you're saved and made acceptable in the eyes of God. 
for the rest of your life, you are set free to experience God's goodness and care as his beloved child. You're his child. Don't let Satan and his demons tell you otherwise. God also reveals himself through his word, the Bible. You have that. The Bible is God's revelation, inspiration, and illumination to mankind. Revelation is divine truth that God imparted to the authors of the Scripture. Inspiration, that's the work of the Holy Spirit through those very men. He governed and controlled them to write God's inerrant message while using their individual personalities. Illumination is what we receive through reading and studying God's Word under the influence of the Holy Spirit. What did you get out of the Word today? you got to read that Bible to survive, my friend. God alone gets all of the credit for man's redemption. The only thing man can do is praise Him and glorify Him for all eternity. Not by works of righteousness that we've done, but by God's unmerited grace. Again, it's God's unmerited grace. The wonder of God's grace is that in His omniscience, He knew everything about us, everything, and still chose to come to earth and save us. I pause all the time and wonder, why am I saved today? God offered himself as a sacrifice for mankind's sin, knowing that every redeemed person would stray at times from him and, yep, yield to sin just like you and I do. The pinnacle of Christianity is that a holy God cared so much for us that he sent his sinless son to die a substitutionary death on the cross. He died for you. He took your place. You had the death penalty. Jesus stepped in and took it for you. He paid our sin debt in full and made it possible for us to experience an intimate relationship with Him. How good is this? We should fall on our faces today before God in humble adoration and praise and glory that He would prepare so great a salvation for us. The key to understanding God's care for you is to understand the depth and the length of His redemptive plan. God's rescue plan for mankind was set into operation before the foundation of the world. God knew man would sin. He knew you would, and that man would fall in the garden. And he also knew that through his love and his mercy would extend to the cross. He would provide a way for you to receive eternal forgiveness. God cares so much. He's chosen to reveal himself to us and to rescue us from eternal death. Have you accepted that today? He's a God who loves us deeply and desires a personal, loving relationship with you today. He rushes to meet you in your hurts and your loneliness today. He's the omniscient God of the universe. Yet He cares for us and comforts us in all of the things going on here in Life 101. The God who cares is the God who knows your every step, your every dream, your every desire. He's the God who gives you hope and longs to share more of himself with you every day. You are important to God. He cares for you in so many wonderful ways, my friend. And once you know that God cares for you, you will never, ever live in despair. Accept him today. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Why don't you get saved today? And the stats are in the most expensive vehicle to operate in America per mile is the shopping cart. <laughs> I don't know how we can go to the thrift store and come home broke. 
the thrift store. That's it, hello world, for another day. News, information, commentary, opinions, all kinds of good stuff coming your way every day at this time on this local Christian radio station. More of you joining us every day on Facebook. I love it. Greg, Jerry, G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. We're looking for you today. Sign up right now. And that's the way it is, October 13th, 2022. I'm Greg Patton. God bless. Enjoy the remainder of your day.